Hey, everybody, it's Kai, and this is Politics Inside Out. Andrea Seabrook is on the other end of the line, as she's been since Election Day. Hi, Andrea. Hello. Uh, so let us talk. I think, uh, let me just let me just set the stage for, for today's uh, show. I think we have now moved into the secondary tier of personnel appointments. Yes, we're still waiting for Secretary of State and some actual cabinet-level jobs, but in terms of the hiring that uh, Donald J. Trump is going to do, we're in the second tier now, yeah? We've got EPA and China Ambassador and some other stuff. Okay. Yes, I agree with you that but. that is. Th- those are the optics. I'm, I can't like fully just agree with you. Okay. That would be anathema to. That's the rules you know, of the podcast. You cannot agree with. <laughs> no. the The truth is, I I think some of these appointments are more important than the big names, um, and that is my only caveat. Uh, okay. Well, then explain because I mean I get the, the it's not I'm not saying they're not important, but I'm not saying they're not the I'm, I am saying that they're not the big guns, you know. Yes, but when you come, when you talk about the, the U.S. ambassador to China, right? Yep. This is not the U.S. ambassador to the Northern Marianas Islands. It's not, which actually is a territory of the United States. That doesn't make sense anyway. But like, it's not the you know, it's not the U.S. ambassador to uh, I don't know Guam or again. I think I've just named. yeah, that's, that's that's another territory. How about how about uh, uh, Micronesia? How about that? All right, I, I I get that, and I get that that China is a big, giant, important country. I would also suggest, as a guy who has spent time not only in the Foreign Service of the United States, but specifically in the embassy in Beijing uh, uh, of the United States, that um, these diplomatic posts, while symbolically significant, contribute to policy in exactly zero ways. Okay, well, you're getting... (laughs) There you get into a part of uh, United States policy, foreign or otherwise, that I can't speak to as well as you can. But I will tell you this. Politically, uh, what it looks like from my point of view and many others is that my name is Donald Trump, and I've spent the last you know, 18 months to two years bashing China. Yep. In fact, saying things that are not necessarily true, saying you know they're doing this to their currency, they're intentionally mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. this or that. And, and here I am, I'm, gonna, I'm going to nominate a guy who is like your best friend yep. in yep. the United States. That is very States true. That's a key point. To be our ambassador. And so um, there is an important political reality in nominating the governor of Iowa, Mm -hmm. Terry Branstad, to be the ambassador to China. It makes total sense, right? I mean, it's a big ag play, right? I mean, they buy so much pork from us. You know, I was in Sioux Falls a year and a half ago, two years ago with Jim Fallows, and the Chinese had just bought a giant... Uh, pork re- and pig rendering plant there. So I totally get that. It's a huge ag play. It's a huge policy play. And I, and I get the symbolic importance. Um, uh, can we talk about the EPA guy for a minute here? Scott Pruitt, uh, the sitting attorney general of the great state of Oklahoma, has been or will be officially nominated uh, to run the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Run me through that one. Pruitt's um, a fascinating guy. Like you said, um, he, you know, is the AG of Oklahoma. He spent most of his career fighting environmental regulation. This is a guy who is like pro-business and uh, anti-regulation. He has uh, spent a lot of time saying that um, 
carbon dioxide pollution is uh, not such a big deal, um, that we shouldn't spend, so we, the United States, shouldn't spend so much time worrying about that. Right. So, so let's just, I mean, I'll read you his own words back to him, right? He said, and this is a quote from May, scientists continue to disagree about the degree and extent of global warming and its connection to the actions of mankind. End of quote. Also, bull. I mean, uh, that, that it's, it's just not accepted reality. So so the question really now is, what we have in there is a climate change denier who's going to be pro-business and assist the president-elect with his stated goals of rolling back climate change provisions uh, that America has agreed to. Yeah, I think actually calling it bull, though, I, I see the... Um no, 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 no. Don't don't tell me we're going to get into a one scientist says and all right, what? I think it's almost an understatement. Oh, oh, all right. OK. All right. I thought you were going to go the other way. Yeah. You know, he's he's dead wrong. It's just wrong. So this actually gets to a thing that I've been wanting to ask you before we get to the, the last uh, new appointee that came out today. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Where is the line between legitimate political appointees who a Republican or conservative or right-leaning president gets to a point or liberal left-leaning Democratic president gets to a point, right? Where's the line between legitimate political appointments and people who are so far out the, outside the mainstream as to uh, bend the credibility of both the appointment and the appointer? You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know. It's this is what I've been obsessing over yeah. for weeks now. Because, I mean, because no small part of what's going on here is Donald Trump, a conservative, a guy who's got very strong views, filling, fulfilling his promises. He said, I'm going to appoint somebody strong on defense, and there's James Mattis. And that's fine, and he gets to do that because he won. But now we have here in this EPA guy a climate change denier, which is, and I'm being kind here, as you said, baloney. Um, and it's it's just really interesting. Well, I think let's, let's turn for a second to... Um, the person who uh, Donald Trump has now said that he will um, nominate as the administrator of yes. the Small Business Administration. Yes. Go ahead. Linda McMahon, right? Uh, I think there's a piece of tape that will um, cue this woman to everyone's mind. Go ahead and play right, it. Here we go. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> So, so there you go. That's the the world wrestling. It used to be called WWF. I don't even know what's what it's called anymore. God, Ty, can you please be in communication with American <laughs> public? You, you have to. You have to understand. I used to watch uh, wrestling on the couch when I was a kid on Saturday afternoons with my dad, with Haystacks Calhoun and all those guys. So I know whereof I speak. Really? Oh yeah, no, totally true, totally true. My dad was a big fan, and I was like, Dad, seriously, are you kidding me? But that's a whole different podcast. Can we get back to Linda McMahon, please? Uh, the, <laughs> yes. uh, the the wife of Vince McMahon, the guy who founded uh, World Wrestling, whatever it is, and is like another uh, uh, billionaire, for crying out loud, in the cabinet, by the way. Yeah. So let's back up. Linda McMahon uh, ran for a seat in the U.S. Senate. Yep. She challenged um, Richard Blumenthal. Yep. Uh, she challenged Joe Lieberman yep. in the general. You know, she's done this several times. She's wanted to be in politics. The McMahon family has wanted to be in politics. They are big, giant donors to many um, conservative and especially not like social conservative, but um, fis- f- I don't know what the words are anymore, but like fiscal conservatives, government spending conservatives. Right. 
Yeah. Um, she, you know, Linda McMahon has been on the scene for a while and to have her so closely aligned to Donald Trump is fascinating because let's get ready to rumble. Right. I, I know. I know. It's like Linda McMahon is is the Trump of um, she's like a great embodiment of Trump. she's like a very good analog of, of Trump. Yeah. If she's going to go so hard for a government position and if she's going to work at it, as one assumes she is going to do. And this gets us back to where we started. One would have thought she would have gotten something bigger and better than the SBA. True. But the SBA, uh, small though it may be. Yep. It's, it's critical. A, no, I get it. it. And it's got a certain cachet, especially among um, conservative politicos, Pauls. Oh, interesting. It's one of the few political... Um, governmental organizations that has the support of, you know, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which frankly uh, is a very... See, that's interesting. Yeah, right. Because it is, you know, it is from from the point of view of uh, conservative economists and conservative lawmakers, that's the way one should govern. That is to seed, you know, a new, new business, um, allow those new businesses to move forth. And... Um, and so the SBA has, you know, it's not like she's being tapped to run HUD. Right. Well, <laughs> which is where Ben Carson's going to wind up. I mean, come on. But, but you know, yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. Politics on Mars. Yep. yep. We are in an era in American politics where a person who has no policy experience, no public policy experience, mm -hmm. let's say it, mm -hmm. okay, can come into uh, the top seat at the head of the biggest policy shop in the United States, which is the whole entire federal government, yep. and yep. Uh, nominate a lot of uh, a lot of people, including someone who has spent uh, their career, her career, uh, running the world wrestling entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, has has built a business based on sport. You know, I'm just having a Mars moment. <laughs> And that's where we're going out. It's uh, it's politics inside out. She's Andrea Seabrook. Uh, I'm Kai Rizdal. You know where to find us on Twitter by now. Um, uh, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. Be gentle, though, because we are people. <laughs> Hashtag Mars Hashtag moment. Hashtag Mars moment. There you go. All right. See you. Bye. This is APM.